Hi, this is The Rocker Recovery. And this is Josh Bond. And this is Angie Meadows. And welcome today. We have another lesson for you. So today we're going to look at combating substance use out of the Bible. We're going to look at scriptures. Uh, so this is a study in the back of the Spirit and Soul Disconnect book, Josh. So read the verse. In the end, it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. Proverbs 23, 32. Ha! So the writer of Proverbs, which was Solomon, which was the wisest man that ever lived, he knew. He knew about alcohol. And now back then, uh, they called drugs pharmakia, and it was uh, a witchcraft. So um, when I've worked with those in substance use, um, when they're in recovery, they're really doing well. But as soon as they start playing with it, it's like a witchcraft. It's like they're in bondage and they can't get out of it. And that snake is biting them and poisoning them. And they, they're entangled. They can't get loose. So Proverbs twenty three twenty nine. What does alcohol, wine, beer, liquor give us? Hmm. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? <laughs> so what does alcohol give us? It gives us sorrow, contentions, babbling, wounds, without cause, and redness of eyes. So the principle here is alcohol is a compromise and makes us vulnerable. Woe gives us woe, sorrow, strife, complaints, needless bruises, and bloodshot eyes. And yet... Um, it's the snake. It's poisonous. It's witchcraft. It's like entangling us and holding us, and we can't get free on our own. So if you're a functional uh, addict or a functional alcoholic, and you're, um, you can go to work, so you're better than the homeless one, I want you to realize this thing's still biting you. Mm. It's still destroying your family. It's still robbing you every day. Definitely. And stop playing with this, because <laughs> you, you deserve better than this. So number two, Proverbs 31, 3 through 5. What are the instructions in these verses? It is not for kings. Lemuel. Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they, lest they drink and forget what has been de decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Yes, the oppressed or the poor. Yeah. So um, if you're a leader, if you're a ruler, then you are held to a higher standard. And it's very important that you do not um, compromise yourself uh, because then you're going to be oppressing others. So beer and wine are not for kings or rulers. So I want you to elevate your thinking of yourself. You're not poor. You're not broken. You're not forgotten. You're not rejected. You're not an orphan. You are a son and a daughter of the king. And I want you to know that as royalty, that drinking makes you forget who you are. It makes you forget your duties. It dulls your senses and limits your judgment, and it robs you of your inheritance and the things that God has for you. Now, number three, Proverbs twenty-one seventeen. What will alcohol rob from us? Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. Alcohol will rob us of our riches. It can destroy our productivity. So number four, alcohol is associated with what behaviors in Proverbs 4.17? They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Mm. So alcohol gives us a decrease of self-control. So then we wake up, and I think there's a lot of guilt and shame here, Josh. Yeah. 
Definitely. Because we've done things and said things that that is out of character for the our true self. Yeah. And now we're we just kind of want to hide from it, and instead of instead of confessing it and getting clean, we just hide more in substance use. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. number five, Proverbs twenty three thirty one. How do we stay away from alcohol? Mm-hmm. Right. Do not gaze at wine when it is red. When it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. So don't even look. Change your thoughts, refute the lies, break down strongholds. Alcohol can be a serious temptation and a compromise. So I've had people tell me that they don't go home that way, that there's a a, a liquor store there, that they don't go down that aisle at the grocery store, that they um, go to certain convenience stores that don't sell alcohol. Um, that they have made boundaries for themselves so that they don't even look on it. Because there are weak moments that you're going to have where you're going to think, oh, I could just have one. Yeah. I could just do this one more time. Well, how many times have we heard that and it ends in death? Yeah. You can't play with That's this real. stuff out there now. It's, it's it's such like that that I say I could just have one. And the next time we do a recording, I will be in the bathroom sneaking a hit before I come back in here. Mm-hmm. And you probably find me on the bathroom floor using Narcan on me. Ugh. Yeah, that's how serious it is. And that's how serious it is. One week. Yes. One week. So one decision. Yes. One One decision, decision, really. Yes. Yes. Um, And that's um, not a hard decision to not make, but it's a hard decision to unmake. Yeah. Like if you make a decision that, okay, it's just kind of passive, you're just kind of in that flow. Um, you're you're in a you're in a raging rapids and you're going the wrong way. So a lot of times when I pray, Josh, I have prayer visions, and several times the Lord has showed me that I'm two stories tall. I'm in a long white robe and I am walking up the the raging river in the rapids, and it's not a problem for me because I'm big, I'm mm-hmm. strong in the power and the might of the Lord. But there's all these screaming people being pushed with the rapids, banged up on the rocks, and they're drowning. And if I can just grab them and they can latch onto me, I can move them upstream. Mm-hmm. But on their own, they're weak, they're weak-willed, they're confused, they're in the river going the wrong direction. And once you get into that river of addiction, you can't decide how long it's going to keep you, how long it's going to take you, which yeah. way it's going to push you, which cliff you're going to go over, which waterfall you're going to go over, what, what rock you're going to land on, what's going to be broken at the end of it. So I want you to latch on <laughs> to these scriptures. I want you to latch on to my cloak. <laughs> and just with these Bible studies and with these scriptures and with the rocker recovery work, I want you to work through this program. Work through the first book of anxiety, the second one with um, tormented mind, the third one with overcoming trauma, the fourth one, the spirit and soul disconnect, the fifth one, detachment, and then work through these Bible studies at the end and start writing scriptures on your hand. The one I wrote out today was Psalms 124.8. Our help is in the name of the Lord who is the maker of heaven and earth. So whenever I need some strength, I've got that little pictures on my hand (laughs) written out in ink. So if I don't wash my hands too much, it'll be there all day. And so by the evening, it won't be there anymore, but I'll have it memorized. It'll be in my heart. And as I go to bed tonight, I'll quote this scripture to the Lord. my help is in the name of the Lord. There's another verse that says the name of the Lord is a high tower, and the righteous run in there and are safe. But Josh, if I don't know the name of the Lord, yeah. if I don't know his names, 
how am I going to know who I'm serving? How am yeah. I going to know how powerful he is and who to call on, my redeemer, my protector, my restorer? You know, how am I going to know that he is these things for me? So I want you to latch on to this. I want you to latch on to the word of God and realize that it's going to bring you upstream so that you can control your life and the direction that you're going. So let's look at Romans 12, 1 and 2. How do we stay away from harmful substances? Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your true and proper worship do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I must present my body as a living sacrifice to be pure, holy, and acceptable, not to be conformed to this world, but to renew my mind. And as I just read that little scripture on my hand, Josh, that's renewing my mind. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking a thought that's like, oh, I don't want to go there. Oh, I don't want to think that. Oh, I don't want to I don't want to be in that anxious moment. I want to be I want to hold on to my peace. Yeah. That's intentional. If I want to walk in peace, that's intentional. And so the way I'm going to do it is meditating on His Word by renewing my mind, by speaking His thoughts over me, by speaking His promises, not by speaking to myself in my anxious thoughts. Okay, number seven, Romans 13, 14. How can we resist temptations? Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Clothe yourself in the Lord Jesus Christ. So if I'm clothing myself in Him, then it says in John that He is the Word. Yeah. And He is made flesh, and He comes and He dwells in me. He dwells among us, that I am the temple of the living God. So the only way I'm going to have life in me is to speak life over me, to quote the words of God over me. So as long as I'm quoting noisy, nonsense stuff, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. I'm lost. So here, let's go number eight, 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. What does Paul say about substances that can control us? 1 Corinthians ten twenty three. Mm-hmm. Did I say it wrong? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have the right to do anything. You say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. Hmm. So, you know, uh, what I say, I know what I can and can't do because I know when I go that far, forget it. I'm off the cliff. It's going to take me a week to get back, rein my thoughts in to straighten up. And so I know where my boundaries need to be because my weaknesses may be different than yours. Yeah. So where in my life, I know that, yeah, it may be permissible for me to do that. Yeah. It may be permissible for me to uh, to drink that or to taste that or to go there or to go to that movie or to watch. It may be permissible, but is it edifying? Is it yeah. good? Is it constructive? Is it going to build me up? Where is it going to land me? Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I want to land in a good place at the end of the evening. I, and I know that I have not walked with the Lord that day if I'm anxious. And so I don't always know that I'm anxious, but I know if I watch my breathing, um, I know that, okay, I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm not even peaceful. I'm in a bad spot. Yeah. And so I just start meditating on the word of the Lord. I start meditating on my breath. I start deep breathing. And before long, I can pull up exactly what lie I believed, exactly what compromise I made that stole that from me. So number nine, 1 Corinthians ten twenty one. Can we sit the fence and partake of holy things one day and worldly things the next? You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in the 
and both the Lord's table and a table of demons. Yikes, yikes, yikes. So I have to choose. I have to choose light and not darkness. I have to choose life and not death. I have to choose blessings and not curses. First mm-hmm. Corinthians fifteen thirty three. can we have close companions with those who are fools? Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So no, I, I can't go with those that are rebellious. I am going to suffer for it. Yeah. So I need to find people that are listening that have good listening ears to mentor, to bring along, but as soon as they shut their ears off to me, they're not listening anymore, I have to move away. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I have to step back until they're ready. So Proverbs 13, 20, who should be our close friends and companions? Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. And we should be friends with wise people. So if you want to be wise, Think about it. Who is the wisest person? Maybe a little grandpa that mm-hmm. just kind of sitting there alone, but you could go sit at his feet and ask him questions and mm-hmm. find what the Lord has taught him. So Revelations 3.16, can we be only partially sold out to Christ? So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Ouch. So if I'm setting the fence, um. And there's light on one side and darkness on the other. I've already made a choice to go with darkness. There's already, there's, I, I'm on the wrong side. Yeah. If I'm setting the fence, I'm on the wrong side. Yeah. So I've got to get off the fence. I've got to make my mind up. Yes, I'm going to follow Christ. Yes, I'm going to follow Him with my whole heart, soul, and mind. Okay, so describe healthy and unhealthy eyes in Matthew 6, 22 and 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that Mm. darkness? So healthy eyes indicate a man with spiritual insight and eyes which are enlightened and firmly fixed on Christ. Unhealthy eyes indicate darkness. They're clouded in their judgment and they're serving the flesh. So Matthew 13, 12, if we reject truth, what happens to us? Whoever has has will be given more. And they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. So I felt like that that scripture was unfair. God, they they have, and then they get more. But if they don't have, then what they got got taken away from them. (laughs) That means the truth, if I accept truth, I accept light, I get more truth, and I get more light. But if the truth comes to me and I'm like, meh not today, I'll do my own thing today, then that truth gets stolen from me. And I have seen that over and over again in addiction. The minute they turn, the minute they start thinking that they can play it their way, the light that they did have gets taken from them, and there they are back in the streets. They're stuck again. So let's look at these disciplines that it's telling us to do with to combat substance use. Number one. Renewing your mind. Number two. Developing healthy eyes, spiritual insight. Number three. Understanding limitation of vulnerabilities. Vulnerabilities. Yeah, I want to understand my own self, and only I'm going to know what my boundaries need to be. Yeah. Number four. Overcoming lukewarm complacency. You know, this complacency is a really big deal with all of us. we got to literally just set that alarm, get up and meet with the Lord like it's an appointment, and get there. Yeah. Number five. Seeking wise companions. Yes, I want you to go with the wise. Walk with the wise. So the character skill to develop here today is? Self-control and diligence. Mm, And the fruit that I'm going to get? 
gaining insight, secret to the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, so the secrets to the kingdom of heaven are for those with good soil, which means good character, that's accepting the truth. The knowledge of secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you. <sighs> Matthew thirteen eleven. I can have the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but I'm not going to get them if I'm in rebellion. I'm not going to get them if I'm not renewing my mind, if I'm not walking with the with the wise, if I'm not disciplining myself to, to protect the gateways of my soul, my eyes, my ears, my mind, and my heart. If I'm complacent, I'm not going to get the kingdom of heaven. I'm not going to find that knowledge and that's those secrets. So this was the study on combating substance use. And thanks for joining us. This was The Rocker Recovery. This is Josh Bond. And this was Angie Meadows. And you can find us again on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, under The Rocker Recovery. You can find the books on Amazon.com under Angie G. Meadows under Rocker Recovery. also have Enablers books for Enablers Journey, and I have some Bible study books on there. So we will see you next time.